Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Shit. Before we jump into the episode, I just want to give a PSA about the schedule of upcoming episodes. I think we're going to keep on the schedule I've been doing of alternating between a Talking TV episode and a Talking Shit episode. The main reasoning behind this being that Talking TV episodes take me a little longer to put together just from a cutting audio and watching the actual show again standpoint. As always, I'm open to feedback. Send me an email, thoughts on the schedule, or if you do have any other ideas for any talking TV episodes you want me to cover. Alright, I think that's enough of that. Let's jump right back into the conversation me and Jeffers started in the last episode of Talking TV. This episode will continue that conversation and We'll delve into more of a talking shit episode. Enjoy. You said you had a, a homeless man approach you recently. Okay, okay, yeah, so I'll explain the situation. So I'm sitting outside. I had two slices of pizza. I had eaten the first piece. It was quite delicious. And I was eating the second piece. And I got to say, like, this is a big... I got to explain the pizza because I think it adds to the story. So it's a big piece of pizza. It's like a big New York slice of pizza. And I was down to, like, the crust. And I was I was full. So this crust was going to go in the trash. And yeah. it was probably... Two inches thick, so two knuckles back to back thick, probably. So it, I mean, it was a, it was like a breadstick, I would say, even like a flattened mm-hmm. breadstick. So I mean, you could get some kind of sustenance out of this. So I'm sitting there, I have my crust, so I'm gonna throw this away. The man comes up and he says, "Hey, do you have anything that I could get a meal with?" And I don't have cash or anything on me, but I have this breadstick crust in front of me so do I, I do I give it to him do I throw the crust away will he be insulted if I throw the crust away right in front of his face what, mm-hmm. what do I do so at first I want to say you shouldn't give it to him because for one thing he specifically said do you have anything I could get a meal with true so he sees you have actual food, and he's not asking for that. So that's a sign that he probably doesn't want to just be offered your scraps. Right, but is he assuming I'm going to finish my scraps, though? That's the thing, though. Because, yeah, if you were still eating it, I'd say it's a definite don't offer it. But if he watches you throw it out immediately after that, that's tricky. So I ended up sitting there for a good couple minutes till he walked away before I threw it away. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I kind of felt bad. I don't know if that makes me an asshole or not that I threw it away or if I didn't give it to him. I don't know. I don't have any cash or anything. And then if he comes back and says, well, you got food in your hand right there, then obviously it's okay to offer it, but if he doesn't say that, then... Okay, I... so if he would have asked about the about the the crust, and then I would have denied it, then it would have been an asshole move. Yeah. Okay. 
I think in that situation with what I think you can just say like, oh, I don't have anything. And then like that way, like he'll clearly bring it up himself if he thinks he wants it, you know? Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't feel as bad then. Cause yeah, he, if he would have, I, I would have given it to, I would have given it to him. I honestly thought about just offering it to him for a second. And then I was like, I didn't want to insult him though. Like, would that have been an insult if I would have offered him the the scraps unprompted. I have no idea. Like my instinct says, yeah, but like I've never been homeless, and who knows? Maybe if you if you've been on the street a certain point, you don't give a shit about that kind of thing anymore. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking because it seems like I'm I'm worried because it was just it was it seems like it was a big enough piece of food left that it could have given him something. But I just I don't know if he would have been disgusted or. But, I mean, if you're hungry, you're hungry, right? That's true. And you also think, like, well, if you're homeless, then do you care that much about the fact that someone else had been eaten? But maybe, like, that's rude of me to think it works that way, too. Right. Um, are we just assuming too much about it? Like, are we assuming he's worse off than he is? That's true. That's a good point. I don't know. If you were in that position, do you think you would want the, the – would you want the crust? I feel like the way I imagine it would be is if I was the guy, I think, like, if I were homeless, like, my first week or two of being homeless, I would not want it because I would think that's insulting. But I bet – I imagine if you've been homeless for a long time, eventually you got to not have that – pride about it and just accept whatever you can get right is is there any pride in homelessness i i'm guessing that goes away pretty quickly that's what i would think too but i don't want to assume that and insult somebody <laughs> that that's a good that's a good scene for a for a show like an, a homeless man being insulted over a a scrap given to him that's true. Like, who are you to be insulted? You're homeless. Yeah, like a homeless person gets insulted, and then whoever's offering him food says, like, look, you got to take whatever you can get, and then, like, that just makes it way worse. <laughs> yeah, I could see Larry David doing that. <laughs> yeah. That would be a good curb. Okay, I think that, uh, that should do it for that, unless you got any more thoughts on that. Uh, No. I think I think a good segment, maybe we can make this a segment, is we can call it Am I an Asshole? Bring it up and we like can that. we can debate that. So I think I think we agree for this scenario, no, you weren't an asshole. Because okay. he asked you for something to get food with and you said you didn't have that and like he knows you have spare food, so I feel like he would have said something if he wanted it. Agreed. Okay. I don't think this next one might be a little harder to forgive the asshole-ish nature of. <laughs> okay. So I've been I've been playing with the idea of a pre-grieve, so pre-grieving for somebody. Oh yeah. So once they hit a certain age, I don't know, you can pick any age you want, say 65, you immediately go through the grieving process so that when they do die, you're good to go. <laughs> you pre-grieve. So my grandma and grandpa just 
walking corpses to me. Every anytime I see them, though, what a great surprise! Oh my God, you're still uh-huh. here. <laughs> I mean, what a great moment. That's interesting because I'm kind of torn two ways about this. So on one hand, this seems to all be working under the assume the worst and be surprised when something good happens, which I think is a good attitude to generally have. Uh, But also, this is basically what they did in Gulliver's Travels to the immortal people and uh remember that oh you're right am i just ripping that <laughs> off right now <laughs> yeah like you're basically uh you're pitching laputia uh, and... so how, so what are your thoughts on this then are you okay with this are you oh. is, is, is does this make me an asshole like 100 percent? well i feel like if you were gonna do it you would 100 percent have to have the old people in question be okay with it so you have to get their blessing. I think it's something they would have to opt into. <laughs> How do you bring that up to somebody? Well, that's tricky. I don't know, like... Because that's a very selfish thing, isn't it? Like, I want to go through the grieving process now. I don't want to wait for you to die. So, well, I get, like, are you, are you proposing this as, like this is the way it should be, or are you just saying, like, this is something you want to do and does it make you an asshole or not? Um, yeah, yeah, the second one. Is this something oh. that is allowed for me to do and not be okay. an asshole? I thought you were proposing this, like, how society should work from now on. Uh, if only everybody listened to me like that. No, no. Okay, no, okay. So if it's just you, then... I, I mean, how often do you see him? See who? I think are dead. Um, I don't know. It just depends. Like, pick anybody. I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying I have predefined people. I'm just saying, like, once anyone hits a certain age. Oh, okay. Um, like, I mean, I'm just using grandma and grandpa as an example because, I mean, sure, that would be some kind of an emotional tolling moment for any kind of regular human being, so... Just okay. trying to get that out of the way early so that when it does come around, it's not like a shocker. It's just like, oh, yeah, uh, I dealt with that years ago. I think it's more okay in that case, but then does the age cutoff change as you get older? <laughs> oh, I don't know. And is it, like, is it suicide once I'm over 65? Yeah, that's what I'm worried, because, like, if you're... But that might make the rest of your life great. You just accept death? Like, you just accept that you're dead already? Maybe. But I was thinking, like, if you're 60, you might have friends who are 65 who still <laughs> That's true, that's true. Like, this plan is real easy to pull off at our age, but once we start approaching this cutoff age, like, everyone in our lives is going to be, we're going to have to, like, pretend they're dead, I guess. <laughs> I'm not, so, I guess I'm not saying you have to, like, ignore them. It's just you, I, I, I don't know, I guess you just think that, you just... You don't imagine them living every day. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I suspect this is what a lot of old people do for themselves already. Like, I imagine once you get to be really old, at some point, I think a lot of old people, like, accept their mortality before it happens. So, 
I mean, you're kind of, it's basically just that, but for other people, right? Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. And like I said, like, doesn't that make when you do see them, like, a thousand times better? You're so surprised, like, oh, look how great you look for a dead person. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> this, yeah, the more I think about it, this might not be that strange of a thing, even, because, like... How old's your dad? Well, that's what I was about to bring up, is... <laughs> my dad's 61 and his parents are both still alive and they're ancient and like and your dad is your boss you can't just dad. ignore your boss oh well true but no what I was gonna say was like talking to, like you can tell he's clearly not like he knows and has accepted that they could die any day now and he's fine with it like okay so maybe this is more widely accepted so, yeah that's what I'm Thinking. Yeah, but I, I guess you just can't tell the people. I guess that would be the asshole part. Yeah, I think if you, you don't like, whenever you do have to interact with them, as long as you don't like treat them like they're dead, uh, or tell them about it, I think it's fine to like get over the grief of it ahead of time if you can. I think that probably normal, right? All right, sweet. I'll take it. <laughs> Goodbye, Grandma. Goodbye, Grandpa. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's see. What's our next thing we got here? It looks like you got a couple of stories shoveled up here. Which uh, Which one you wanna go with for first? You're talking about a kid crawling under the stall. Oh yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I was in a public bathroom in a Target the other day, and I was taking a dump, <laughs> and this kid crawls up under the stall and looks up at me. <laughs> And we just kind of look at each other for a few seconds, and then he crawls back out and leaves. Um, no words were exchanged? No. How, how old was this child? I would say he was maybe five or six. Did you see him again? No, he wasn't in the bathroom anymore when I came out of the stall. Odd. That's very odd. I think I, I got a problem with... Uh... I think if you're going to do that as the kid, you got to say something. Like, you got to announce your presence. I think you do, too. I don't know. Did he think I was, like, his dad or something was in the bathroom, too, and he was trying to find him and was just looking under stalls or something, maybe? How how, how long did was he in the stall with you? Like, did he did he sit for a second, or did, was it in and out? It was just a few seconds. Like, he starts crawling under there, looks up, sees it's me. We just lock eyes for... I don't know, three or four seconds, and then he's he's out of there. <laughs> That's a good chunk of time. Yeah, it was real awkward. Like, I was trying to think of something to say, but I just... <laughs> no, no, because I was sitting on the toilet, and he was, like, down on the ground. So he did not see my junk. He didn't see your junk, but he he definitely had, like, a... Uh, he was looking up, like, like his, his field of view. Yeah. Interesting, okay. Um all <laughs> like completely under it to where he could have stood up in there with me, like But like half of his body was in there? Yeah, like so he was on all fours down on the ground, just like looking up at me. Yeah, see I gotta did he run out after that? It didn't sound like he was running, like just So just, that like, was just like a casual pop in for him. That wasn't out of yeah. the out of the ordinary. No, like, he didn't seem shocked or freaked out. Like, he didn't say anything, so I don't, like, I 
feel like he must have been expecting someone else or for it to be empty because but like he didn't seem freaked out by it yeah i hope this uh behavior changes as he grows up because oh yeah <laughs> at five or six that's even questionable like come on man yeah no <laughs> yeah he was, I, I don't know what that was but like should i have done should i have said something I think you, I don't think you should have said something. I th- if he said something to you, you would have to respond. But I think if the ball is definitely in his court, like he should have said something. But maybe your age gap—that would be the only thing. Like I guess you would have had the, like the, symbolic power in that, that conversation that maybe you would have had to start it. Maybe uh, should I like? try to find him in the store again and hope there's a parent with him I could say something to? No, because I don't think you want to come out of the bathroom with a child. I don't <laughs> think that le- it leads oh, anywhere no. good. <laughs> no, 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 I was... No, I get what you... I, I was imagining, like, since I came out of the bathroom, like, after he was already gone, like, if I didn't see him with his family, just, like, in the checkout aisle or something. But... What, what, say something then? I don't know, man. No, 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 I think you, I don't think you want to say something later, like that you saw the. Then you'd have to answer questions from the parent. That yeah, yeah, that's a good point. No, you, you don't need that. All right, yeah, that's true. I guess if I just walked up to them and said like, "Hey, your kid snuck up on me in the bathroom," like that might sound like I'm trying to preemptively have an excuse for something. Yeah, especially since you were the one with your pants down. Yeah. <sighs> Well, shit, I don't know. I guess, I mean, I guess there's nothing I could have done then. No, I think you played it right. I and, I mean, you're in a very vulnerable position there. I don't think... I think either person starting the conversation would have been fine, but it was definitely on him to to really get it going. Yeah, I, like, I have no idea what I would have said to that. If be like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Even then, I think you're getting into too personal already. I think just ex- <laughs> maybe just a get out or excuse me or... I guess excuse me might have been okay to say. Because I don't think you want to start a conversation. Because obviously that kid's comfortable enough popping his head in. He's going to be comfortable true. enough sitting there for a minute with you. That's true. I don't want to give him a reason to stick around. <laughs> no. I did have diarrhea, but luckily this was after... <laughs> After it was like had settled down, it was kind of just my post diarrhea, just kind of sitting on the toilet on my phone for a few more minutes, just to make sure the storm has passed, kind of thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's just weird. That is strange. Yeah, I don't like that. I think that I'd say that kid's an <laughs> asshole in this situation. He looked old enough to know better. All right. Uh, looks like you got, what, what about their labeling scheme you got going? Can you explain that one? Okay, yeah, so this is something I still have to decide my course of action on, whether or not right. the asshole, but... Let's put a fan poll out there. We'll okay. put a fan poll, see if any of the fans can <laughs> interact. So, in my office I work on, I'm, I'm just part of the, like, administrative... So, like, I'm not part of the sales or the warehouse people. I just do, like, office shit, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so we have this big, like, supply room that's never been, like, cleaned out or organized since we first got the building 
12 years ago. And uh, my boss, who's our HR uh, director person, a couple a few weeks ago, she told me she was like, "Hey, when you get a chance, uh, I'm gonna put you in charge. Just just reorganize it, clean out whatever's old, just because it's possible to find anything in there, just make it better." So I was like, "Okay." So I do that, and I have everything on its shelves where I think is best for it to go. And then a few days later, I start noticing people coming in they're taking stuff using it when they go to put it back they're just throwing it back wherever so i think okay this is just gonna get everything all disorganized again uh and i ask my boss if i can uh use our label just label all the shelves and everything and she's like yeah go ahead and do that so i do and that solves the problem at first but then a week or two after that, I noticed people are starting to take things and put them back still just wherever the fuck. And they've been moving the labels around and relabeling just wherever they put something as that thing's spot. So that's the situation now. And so I'm wondering, do I go back and change it back to the way I had it? Do I do nothing? Or do I just tell uh hr about this can once you are able to grab the label maker can you hold on to it i don't think so because i think they need it back in the warehouse where they have a million shelves at various it's a warehouse that like when i first tried to do it she was like yeah they have that in the warehouse go borrow it so i think it's kind of theirs Okay, so do you think this person who's changing the labels works in the warehouse? I suspect it's one of the parts people, yeah. So they have easier access to this label maker than you do. Yeah, that's the trouble. The other problem that I'm conflicted about is, like, I know whoever's fucking up my system has been working there, like, longer than me and is more senior than me. Right. But at the same time, like, our HR person who's specifically told me to do this, so that's got to count for something. I don't know. Does this person who's changing it have a system of their own, or is it just random wherever seems, the hell? It seems pretty random. When you did, – did they put something – did they put the things that they changed in the same spot each time they changed it? Yes. Okay, so, well, maybe, maybe they do have some kind of system going. Well, here's the thing. So, the big, the first thing I noticed, it was, there's like six staplers in there on a shelf that I put and I labeled it staplers. (laughs) Right, okay. Whoever's doing this, they'll take one stapler, that's the one that they always use for their shit, and they'll put it back in their own little spot. But they won't move all the other staplers to that spot, so they're not trying to stake out a new stapler zone. They're just... (laughs) Yeah. They're just being an asshole with this stapler. (laughs) And when they went and relabeled that, the place they put their stapler back, they put a label on it that just says stapler, singular. And then (laughs) on my stapler shelf, they ripped my 
label off, and they relabeled that one Extra Staplers. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Not going to lie. That's, that's so, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So you're getting trolled here is what's happening. Yeah, and, like, even before they did, they know, because I had been moving their stapler back into the stapler drawer that I had been given the authority to set up. So, like, they know they're, they gotta know they're fucking with my system. Is there any way you can move something big or a lot of little things into the spot where they move the stapler to? Oh, that's, that's a good point. I I hadn't really thought of that. Hmm. Uh, you, you need you need like a fuck you though back to this guy or girl. I, I can't think of anything that I could put in that spot that I don't already have. Like I would have to betray my own system by first taking something out of. So you got to bring in something from the outside into the system then. I you got to you got to bring in something outside the system. Because the place that they've just de facto claimed as their own personal stapler place was for me an area that I just had clear of supplies as just like a workspace to, you know, put all your printed out papers or to do the stapling. I don't know. Is So where where they're putting their stapler at, is it a shelf? Is it a box? Like, could you uh, move it's, it's this? On, it's on the counter. Oh, it's on the counter. Okay. It's on so the you counter. Could put, so you could put something there. Well, yeah, it's on the counter right next to our big-ass printer fax machine thing so it's it's an area that i would had just kept clear because i figured that's where i put all my fucking documents and shit when i was in there could you use like a bunch of little labels and like mark off an area that's supposed to be and just make it so just make an obnoxious amount of labels to do it so it would be a pain in the ass to rip them all off interesting Make like a caution tape type of thing with a bunch of labels. I could do that, especially since one thing they did was um, I had had a shelf for a certain type of envelope, and then we ran out of it. So for a brief period of time, that spot on the shelf was empty, and so they would put stuff in there, but it was still labeled envelopes. And so I'm thinking, I need this open because I'm going to order new ones, but they've been putting shit there, and I've just been tossing it back up on the counter. But then in that spot on the counter, they came in with the labeler and just wrote, work area, please keep clear. Okay, so you got you gotta, you need a counterattack, otherwise this is just going to keep getting worse. I think, yeah, they've gotten a little brazen with some of these attacks, and I think I can... Like I think I'm, you gotta I'm let your you need back. to let your yeah yeah you need to let your presence be known at least you need to fire a shot across the bow here. I'm planning on firing back, but I'm not sure how to do it. And the other problem is, in order to get the stapler to do that, I would have to ask to borrow it from the people who I'm fairly certain are the ones doing this. <laughs> so, aren't you in charge of a couple of different people now? Are you? Do you have like interns or something you're in charge of? Didn't you say? No, the only intern people are, are back there in the warehouse. I'm not... Like, sometimes if we have a temp for a week or something, I'll be in charge of them, but no one who's, like, there permanently. 
So if you have a temp, you could ask them to go get it, or go ask one of the interns in the factory or in the warehouse to grab the thing. Oh, I feel like that might get me in trouble if I'm giving orders to somebody <laughs> else's underlings. <laughs> That's true, but they would have to have they'd have to bring it up, and and getting the the label maker is not a big task or anything. That's true. Unless they have to ask somebody for it, which could then spell trouble for you, because then they'd ask, why do they need it? That's true. Yeah, I don't know if I can trust those guys back. Like, I don't know. How much does a label maker cost? Well, that's the thing. I do have the power, if I want to, to just buy us a new one and just keep it for myself. Do you? Could you expense that to the business? Yeah, I like, I'm, the, I'm in charge of our company's account on the office supply website. Oh, dude, you should just you should get another one. You should get a nicer one too, or one that prints like bigger labels. I could, but there's ones for like twenty bucks on Amazon, thirty bucks. That's true. I could do that, but like my boss would notice that, and I feel like she asked me why I bought a whole other one just for me when they have that back one. <laughs> I don't know. It's tricky. The other thing I was saying, I don't know if this would be too bold of a move, but I could just go to them, ask to borrow, pretend I don't suspect it's them, and be like, can I borrow the label maker? Some asshole's been relabeling all my stuff, and I am I was told to take care of that. So, like... <laughs> the passive-aggressive like, route, yeah. That's definitely an option. Like, I don't know how... Like, they're not just going to say, like, fuck you, no, to me, like... I'm thinking they don't care about this more than me. <laughs> I'm thinking it's just a fun game they're playing. It could be. It could be that too. I don't think they would legit be angry. I think they I'm guessing they think it's a little ridiculous that everything's got to be labeled so they're moving it to try and be funny. That might be it. Or they're pissed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it would be funnier if they're pissed. Like, I definitely don't think the way to go is to tell HR, like, send an email to everyone saying, like, who the fuck keeps changing all my labeling. But the problem is, if I I make a move and they actually are pissed, then they're going to, like, I don't want them to be the ones to make it into an office-wide issue. No, because nobody likes that. No. All right, listeners. Any anybody still listening? What what should Jeffers do here? Put a little bit of a poll out there. Should Jeff? What what are our options here for the listeners? What should our, the options be? You do nothing. Um. What? Oh, hang on. What if I don't? I don't need to get that label maker just to rip off their labels. What if no, I? No, you definitely don't. That you just start ripping theirs off. I think have you been have you been leaving them like when, when you move the stapler back do you rip their labels off I just haven't moved it back the last couple times but now I'm thinking I just move it back rip theirs off and don't bother like adding anything of my own yet like I think that way like it might send it would could send a message without me having to go up to them and ask for the machine that's probably the smart way to handle it just move it back and see if they do it again because maybe they were just like thinking they were being funny and it was just one time. That's true. But he could also, like, foster this really weird hate against you that you just don't know about that could come out, so you never know. I think I might just... 
Because they just changed mine from staplers to extra staplers, so I might be able to just, like, rip off just that part of it. Maybe like the, the, the extra part of the label? Yeah. I might be able to put everything back the way just by ripping off stuff they've done. That would send a message. That would. And then if they came back and raised the stakes even more, then maybe I could just tell my boss, like, okay, you told me to do this and someone's fucking with me. Yeah, that's probably the best way to go about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I think that'll be my plan then. But if listeners out there have any other good ideas, email them in. Let us know. Sure. That'd be cool. If anybody would do that. Uh, yeah, you never know. Um, let's see, anything else you got? No, I think that's it for me. We covered a lot of stuff. That will cover another episode of whatever we're going to call this, talking shit and TV or both. Yep. Uh, we'll be back for more episodes in the future. Jeffers, you, any kind of sign-off you want to tell the people? Um, shit, I don't know.